This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Wait For a Podcast. Happy Wait For a Wednesday. I am your co-host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino. And for another Wait For a Wednesday, guys, I think this is like the second time in the matter of a few weeks, you have both hosts here. So joining me this Wednesday is... Mr. Eric Almighty, guys. And what do you know? Phil's going to be talking anime with us. I know. I know. He's a, he's a stranger. He doesn't really watch anime like that. He probably has irrelevant opinions, but we're doing it together, and that's what matters. He doesn't even go here. <laughs> so we're going to jump right into this episode, guys. And if you're interested to hear where we're uh, where you can find our content and where we're located on social media, stick towards the end as well, where we're going to plug all of that. Weathering With You is an anime film, uh, not a sequel, but... The follow-up film to Your Name, which I've covered in the past, for the uh, director of that film. It's going to be a interesting review, and I want to see what Phil's perspective is on this, especially being more of a common, lightweight anime fan, like, watches anime occasionally, compared to me, where I watch, like, too much. I don't, like, I've disassociated myself from society, basically, and just <laughs> have become an anime recluse. So, Phil, uh, why don't we go ahead and get started into... Some of the things that we liked about this film uh, and a couple details about what it's about. Yeah, and just to kind of add on to that, there are, I, I uh, don't hear from Eric for days at a time uh, when he gets into a new anime. And <laughs> he recommends one, and then he's like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm watching four more that I will let you know about here shortly. So if you're wondering where how he keeps up with all these anime reviews for you guys, that's pretty much all he does. Uh, that and bug me to play Fortnite. So between those two things, I'm not really sure how his son and wife are doing. I haven't seen them in months. So we'll see uh, what happens going forward. Anyway, as, as Eric said, we'll give him give you guys a little synopsis on the movie. Uh, a high school boy who has run away to Tokyo befriends a girl who appears to be able to manipulate the weather. Like Eric had mentioned already, this is a follow-up or uh, from the same studio that made your name. Uh, Eric, again, maybe made my sister and I sit down and watch it and with no distractions whatsoever and, and, and check out this movie. And I'm very grateful that he did because it's amazing. It, it, was, it was beautiful and I was very excited to, uh, to see this. And um, as far as some of the things that, that I like, uh, like Eric said, I'm more of a casual anime fan. And I just go into these, to these types of situations wanting to be entertained and wanting to see really, really great animation, which Weathering With You definitely takes care of both of those things. Uh, Animation-wise, it is beautiful to look at. It has a lot of really great effects as far as the... Well, of course, uh, for those of you... I mean, if, if you've seen the trailers, uh, weather, specifically rain, uh, plays a lot into the story. And you see a lot of that, and it looks really, really great. So, Eric, that's definitely one of the first things that I noticed about the film. So, for me, I really... And we watched the English dub version that was in theaters. I'm also excited to listen to it or watch it for the first time in Japanese. But I gotta say, the English uh, dub acting, again, fairly on point here. The animation, like Phil mentioned, of course, always top-notch, though I will make a couple of comments on that towards the latter part uh, of our, our, our thoughts here. Now, one of the things that I really enjoyed was the relationship between the two main characters. And I think for a movie like this, that has to be present 
in order for it to work and overall for it to be a film worth remembering and being a good film at that uh Ho- Ho- hodaka i'm gonna probably i don't remember that for sure but hina was easy so hodaka and hina hodaka thank you i knew i was saying that wrong so hodaka and hina those two main characters were very very good i thought they had hina in particular had a lot to offer as a character i thought they kind of grew a little bit throughout the film their relationship really overall was what i enjoyed the most hina specifically i thought was a a standout character and i'm not going to steal too too much of that so phil i want to hear maybe your thoughts on this but i would say that the supporting characters i thought were also really good there was kisuke who was the writer who hires the uh the main character uh hodaka and then there was natsumi who i enjoyed very very much and again a couple surprise uh you know surprises here and there throughout the films but it always is grounded by its characters and the side characters i thought were a really big strength that's actually exactly what i was going to touch on next eric and a fun uh, fun little fact here for those of you who do not know natsumi is voiced by allison brie who of course has been in community and a bunch of films since then and she was just fantastic she was actually one of my favorite characters but yeah that's one thing that was just so so good about this is the side characters I actually, and the supporting characters, I should say, really, I actually like cared about. And I'm, and as I'm watching this movie, and after I've seen it now, I'm thinking, why is it so difficult for you know other films and TV shows to craft characters that are actually you know side characters that are actually interesting and you actually care about? So for them to do this in you know a two hour time span, it was really something that was uh, that, that was really extraordinary. So uh, again, a very, another positive of the film. The humor was very, very good from from those supporting characters as well. But then, but just like you mentioned, Eric, there's really not much to talk about at all if the two main characters aren't compatible, likable, and have a story that you actually care about. And we got those things, at least I feel, from 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 this movie. So that'll be a good segue into bringing up maybe some of the things we didn't like about the film before we ultimately get to our grading of the movie. And with this particular movie, which I may add is only in theaters for a limited release, uh, which is why we didn't record this over the weekend as kind of a special episode. Uh, I actually thought it was only out for two days. Phil corrected me and, and told me how long it was out for. Pretty much less than a week time frame or about a week time frame at that. So I'd highly recommend that if you are interested in seeing the film and you're listening to this on Wednesday... Try to go get yourself a ticket before tickets go out. I believe they'll be out for maybe another day. But if you are listening beyond that point, by all means, definitely check it out when it goes digital. Now, dislikes. Phil, was there anything that really kind of just didn't work for you in the film? Yes, there there were a couple of things as far as... Now, I honestly thought I would have been in that movie theater for a while. And then I, you know, looking at my watch and everything and timing everything up. And I mean, it's less than a two-hour movie, so it's, it's a normal runtime, but... Towards the end, it really, really, I feel like kind of drags a little bit to its conclusion. You already kind of know where it's going, but they really extend out that final, the final scene and where everything is leading to. I feel like a little bit longer than they needed to. I don't think this movie needed to be two hours long. I'm very interested to see what you think, Eric, but... Yeah, that one was one of one that was definitely one of the criticisms that I had for sure. Now I'm not gonna pronounce his name incorrectly, but the director of the film has been known to make movies like this. I've only seen your name as part of his work. But this movie felt 
really difficult to not compare to your name, especially when certain things happen in the film, which I'm not going to spoil, but Phil knows what I'm referencing. I'm hoping because you, I, I made you watch that movie. So um, certain things should have stood out to you. And it, again, I was trying hard not to compare it. And then these things happen and I'm like, oh, well, there's, <laughs> that's out the window. And when you compare it, it's, it's just, there's a lot of things that, didn't stand out one of the things was animation to me the animation was good but your name is so bright and vibrant and even in the nighttime moments like because it deals with the meteor and like the, the dark sky it's like a beautiful night when i look at the rain in tokyo like it's just so gloomy and i understand that's the point but it really took me out of the film especially at those darkest times because it just it just felt so gray and bland then the music wasn't quite there. One, the band, uh, Radwimps, I believe is the band. Yeah, Radwimps. They did the music, this time not in English, I guess, for the English dub, which was weird because they had done it for your name. But then they had, and Phil, I don't know if it was just me, but I'm assuming in your version that you saw, they had the like subtitles in the upper right-hand side. Was that distracting for you too, or... Am I just being nitpicky now? Because it really it really took me out of those moments. I think maybe it is a tiny bit nitpicky, but I did it did distract me as well. So I think it's something that they definitely could have gone without. The music was such a big part of your name. And again, it's hard not to compare the two films. And I tried hard not to. But the music really just was a letdown for me because it was such a big part of the first one. It made sense in the story. It kind of like moved things along and I didn't feel that this time. And and, and like Phil kind of mentioned again, it was distracting. Maybe it bothered me more because again, I feel I felt that impact from the first one, the music. I listened to the soundtrack over and over again, just periodically throughout, you know, a couple months, I'll just like think to listen to that soundtrack. So it meant more to me, I believe. And that was something that really took me out. Another dislike that I had, and again, I don't want to really call this one a dislike, but again, because of the limitations of the story, the uh, the main character, Hodaka, I just don't think he was fleshed out in the same way that Taki was in Your Name. And I promise that'll be the last time I try to compare the two films, but again, it was hard not to do so um, at certain points. With that being said, those are some of my thoughts in regards to just some of the things that just didn't work for me throughout the film. Phil, was there anything else that you had? Not necessarily. You did cover that. Now, one thing I want to ask you, do you think there were, there was too much music? Cause I feel like, especially towards the end when they're moving from set piece to set piece and I'm like, okay, cool. Here we go. We're going to lead into the next thing. And then another musical set piece uh, or, or a music overplaying, you know, a certain part comes in. Did you think there was a little bit too much music? Because I kind of got that feeling a little bit towards the end. I, I would agree too much music, but again, it's because of the subtitles for me. It, it just took me out of the film every time I saw the subtitles at the top of the screen. Now, I don't know if that happens in the Japanese version. Um, they did not do this in the English dub version of Your Name. So that's why I'm confused why it was done in this film, because it was the previous film's strength. I believe in that in that whole movie and they just they just throw it up there and it's distracting and so for me I guess I would agree but for different reasons gotcha and then the very last question before we get into our scores is going to be it's not necessarily a spoiler but I want to I want to get Eric's opinion so I would say skip ahead maybe about 30 seconds to a minute because I want to get Eric's opinion on this so 
Um, here, so we'll start with it right now here. Uh, now, I, as I told you, Eric, I got my sister and her boyfriend to go see it out in San Diego. They actually went and saw it the very same day that I saw it and recommended it to, the, recommended it to them. He claims that he saw the two characters from Your Name in the background of the film. Do you think that this movie, or maybe I missed it, is this movie in the same universe? Phil, you're really disappointing me. So after the episode is over, I will yell at you. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to yell at you. So I didn't if know. You did, if you did stay, then you know I want to yell at him so bad right now. So I'm going to just contain. It at the end? I'll bring it up at the end. Fine. Yeah. After our scores, listen to me. Just like rip fill a new one. If you don't care for spoilers, um, I'll answer that question and address it at a later time. So Phil, why don't we get into our scores? Okay, well, I'm very much looking forward to the tongue lashing I'm going to get from Eric here in just a moment. So, uh, but yeah, overall, uh, you know, this is a, a film that I, a lot because of Eric, because of him, you know, introducing me to your name and uh, this universe in general. And, and I was really excited to see this and, and excited to hear what he had to say about it. So um, really just as, as I mentioned in the very, very beginning, this film, uh, you know, it, it made me laugh. It, it definitely got into my feels, not as much as your name, but it had very, very likable characters. I still enjoy the animation. And although the music did, I feel like at certain points did drag on a little bit and it did also drag into its conclusion. Ultimately, I came out of the movie very, very happy with that experience and very happy that I had seen it on the big screen so that I could experience, you know, the the full effect of seeing it on a larger screen. Um, it's definitely something I would recommend going out to see. So overall, I would give it a 7.5 out of 10. And it's just if, if you listen to this and there is still an opportunity for you to go see it in theaters, definitely go check it out. And that's actually where I'm going to end up with my score is a seven and a half. I'm going to mention this here after this score when I just basically like just get really angry at, at Phil and, and basically fill in as well, because I'm, I'm assuming that conversation didn't happen. So all of that being said, it was hard not to compare the film to your name which is one of my favorite films that i've ever watched in any type of genre animation live action doesn't matter Uh, it's one of my favorite films i tried really hard not to compare it but when i compare the two it just doesn't stand very strong i i really kind of want to give it a seven but i think that's me being biased on that train of thought so by giving an unbiased opinion with some of the flaws that i pointed out a seven and a half is really where I think the movie falls and it's definitely worth the watch. So if you don't get to see it in theaters, like Phil mentioned, definitely make sure to check it out when it hits digital or DVD. I think it's definitely worth at least a rent. And if not a buy, still a very good movie. All right, guys. So there you have it. And just for reference, so both of us uh, gave it a 7.5 out of 10. It is currently running a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes for both critics and audience, which really doesn't happen that very, they're very often. And on Metacritic, it has got a 72 out of 100. So Metacritic is a little bit more in line with how Eric and I thought, but it is still getting very, very good reviews all around. So Eric, are you going to yell at me now or after the episode? So guys, for those of you guys who don't want to hear any type of spoilers at all, by all means, check us out everywhere that you can listen to a podcast at. We're on Anchor. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify pandora a whole bunch of other places go check us out and on facebook and instagram you can find us at wait for a podcast twitter at wait for a pod thank you guys for joining us for those of you guys that have stayed fill up seriously what so none of you noticed that taki and mitsuha were in the film i didn't notice 
They're both in the film. Taki is in there for a solid, a solid five minutes. Hello? Are, are you serious? So he's right. Flynn's... What, I don't know what they are. I'm so angry. So... <laughs> Yes, the two characters, Mitsuha's friends, they're shown for a quick second, right? So I'm okay that you didn't catch that. But you know when they go to help that old lady? Yes. Taki is the guy in there. Taki is the guy in the house. And then... (laughs) And then uh, he goes... uh, He, he like, walks by, like, a jewelry store or whatever, and Mitsuha is there. Oh, my... Like, they... She has the red oh. in her hair, Philip. Oh, they draw all these characters the same. I can't tell. <laughs> Philip, I, I would have been okay. I would have been okay with the two characters that I just mentioned, right? The two side characters. Totally fine with that. Even Mitsuha, I could understand, although the red fucking ribbon is so clear, Philip. But Taki is literally speaking to the characters. He literally has a sit down with the main character. I'm so, so upset at all of you right now i haven't met i don't remember i haven't met flynn's significant other but we are already not on good terms i don't think it's gonna work out <laughs> i don't really like him at all or you or flynn you guys I, I we sat down distraction free to watch the movie eric you we've know? watched the movie once we haven't watched it 19 times like you have that, okay that's fair so listen guys <laughs> I just had to get that out of my system. Thank you so much for joining us uh, on the Wait For It podcast. And Phil, is there anything else that they can check out in the meantime before we let them go? Yeah, absolutely. Of course, every single, well, pretty much every other week, Eric is putting out anime reviews. He just reviewed why you should watch Dr. Stone in 10 minutes. I also have an Amity Phil horror episode about the Lollery Mansion in New Orleans going up. And then, of course, every Monday, we're putting out the What Did I Miss episodes where we cover anything that you may have missed in the world of entertainments sports wrestling comics all that stuff so yeah make sure you go check all that out at those at all of those different platforms that eric mentioned just a moment ago thank you guys all so much for the support again we really couldn't do it without you we're seeing a lot of listens kind of go up in the count so we know there's some more people out there so if you have thoughts if you got to see the film or if you were interested in seeing it you can hit us up at anchor.fm slash wait for a podcast slash message all the information in the description wherever you're listening to us come back every monday and wednesday like phil said for more awesome content and just remember all you got to do is wait for it this is the wait for it podcast 